0: Hey listeners, have you ever wanted to start a podcast, but the idea of figuring out technology and recording has stopped you? Well, that was the case for me too, until I heard about Spotify for podcasters. They make it so easy for this busy mom of three to record, edit, and publish my podcast. And here is the best part. It's free, like really free, no hidden trials or premium memberships, truly free. They have everything you need to make your podcast happen. Try Spotify for podcasters for free today. Welcome to These Days at Home podcast. I am Melissa Johns from the blog HarborHome32.com. I invite you to sit down with me and have a cup of coffee as I share encouragement, relatable life stories, and biblical reflections on These Days at Home. Hello everyone, welcome back to These Days at Home podcast. I hope you are all had or I hope you all had a wonderful Father's Day weekend. Whatever you did. We had a good one. We went uh hiking on this little this little state park down in Nurstrand, Minnesota. Um just be- or Nurstrand State Park, I think it's called. It's near Northfield it's just beautiful, uh, beautiful state park. They've got camping there, but we just went for a hike and they have like this hidden waterfall. Um, just really pretty. It was actually raining. Um, and we did, it's kind of funny because we had, did try to do that two years ago for Father's Day and it was like severe thunderstorming when we got there and we, so we weren't able to hike at all and we had to turn around. It's like a half an hour drive home. So it was kind of, a, kind of a, a bummer, but this year we were able to do it, and we actually got it done. We did it with two two babies and a toddler. Patrick walked, walked the whole way, which we were very impressed with. Um, he was tired at the end, but he was a really big trooper and did such a good job. So it was so fun to get out in nature with him. Um, it's just one of those things, you know, you see as like a kid, like watching your kid or watching a kid, Um, just go through some of the things that you experienced as a kid for the first time like freely walking on a nature trail and noticing everything from rocks and sticks to leaves and trees and the rain and I mean it's just I just can like I'm like re-experiencing my own childhood through through that it was so fun um we had a really interesting ride home though (laughs) It was one of those, uh, moments that I could, I could just like see, uh, a movie scene playing out and my husband and I ended up just laughing like for the last five minutes home because it was just so chaotic, but funny because I mean, you just can't help but laugh. There's nothing you can do. So, (laughs) oh, wow. Sorry. That was loud. Um, so uh, we had kind of pushed the baby's nap times a bit. You know, we were, we were gone pretty much all day. And so, um, they were really off on all of their napping and they're usually fine. Like they're, they're pretty chill kids. They don't get super cranky, but it was towards the end of the night and they were, I think just like overtired and they wanted to be held, but we were in the car. And so, um, they were, they were crying, but my daughter, Holly, she, can be really, really, really loud sometimes. If you know us or have spent time around all of my children, it's true. She can just be so loud when she's mad, just screaming, yelling pretty much at us. So she was yelling, Ben was crying. um, And Tony and I were trying to listen to a podcast, but obviously that quickly uh, quickly was over. Um, and I was, but I was trying to like stay positive and I, I turned around and told Patrick, Hey Patrick, can you, can you try to make them laugh? Do you think you could see? Cause they love, they love Patrick. They think he's amazing. So can you, can you see if you can make them laugh or smile, you know, hoping that this would actually work. Um, so you, so we have Ben crying, Holly screaming, and then Patrick just starts screaming, look at me, everybody, look at me, look at me. It was so hilarious. And then we turned on some classical music to like calm ourselves for the rest of the ride home while all this was still going on. And it just, it just felt, it was the, uh, Jesus joy of man's desire, um, kind of that classical wedding song I think people know it as. Um so it's just like this classical music playing and Tony and I just started laughing and we both agreed that it felt like it was one of those moments that you would see in a movie where um this classical music is playing and everything is in slow motion with like food being thrown across the room and people dodging one another in like a bar fight or something. Oh gosh, it just was one of those moments. It's so funny. So that was our funny parenting, uh, life story for the week. Um, I'm sure some of you can relate to that, but, (laughs) um, one really other quick, funny thing. Um, so I had mentioned in my last podcast episode that, that one reel I made on Instagram, um, Uh, I had a bunch of likes on it and then, um, I got this message from somebody asking me about uh, a minivan and how I like it and all these things. And apparently she was like on the fence and then decided to buy one. She actually ended up buying it and she like keeps messaging me and talking about it. And I just find it hilarious. Like I, it just, it just really goes to show you how much times have changed, how one simple little video like that can spark conversation like on on social media, I can spark spark a conversation. Um, even just through very simple like statements, I, she was now all of a sudden ready to go and buy this minivan, which yeah, again, just crazy. I, um, think about that in like, in terms of when you're talking to somebody about Christianity, you know, they always say, um, you know, Well, I don't know how I want to say this. Uh, There's like two things I'm trying to say. So um, I'll start with the products one. So they usually say that someone needs to hear of something 13 times before they are like convinced to buy it or like make the decision to buy it. So let's say I'm on social media or YouTube and somebody keeps talking about um, Tubes and Co. makeup. That's the makeup and cosmetic line that I use. Um, it takes 13 mentionings of that to me be, for me to be that much closer to actually purchasing in it and going through with it. So when someone hears about something one, one time, it's usually not enough to like get them to purchase, but the more you hear, the more um, likely you are. Um, and it can be that way too, when it comes to people, um, turning to Christianity, um, when you're out sharing your faith or you're, Maybe you know someone that isn't a Christian or you're but you're but you're talking to them you know about the Christian faith and then you're answering their questions like every t- t- conversation you have is planting a seed that will eventually bring fruit um and um you just never know the conversations people have had even before meeting you so like that's why you just never like you never f- have to f- like worry about i't know sharing your faith or um, telling somebody about the gospel because you just never know where they've been, what they've been thinking about, you know, what, what their story has been. So that one time you say something could be that 13th time or whatever it is to get someone to realize or make that last connection before they're, they're ready to accept Christ. Um, so I kind of a funny little side note, but it just, it did, it did get me thinking about that. And if any of you were wondering, yes, she bought the minivan. Amazing. Again, can I get commission on that please? Oh goodness. Um so one one thing I wanted to mention before I get into the content for today is um if you guys are enjoying this podcast, please go and leave a review on Spotify. It helps other people who may need this kind of encouragement and community and find value in it uh, to see it. So when you leave a review, it tells the platform, hey, this is a podcast of actual value and legit. It's not just some guy in his basement eating Doritos and drinking Big Gulps talking about conspiracy theories. Uh, They will actually suggest this podcast to others if reviews are left. So again, if you are enjoying this, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for yeah, just finding joy in this with me. Um, And if If that's the case, please do leave a review on whatever platform it is that you use. Um, I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, So today I wanted to talk about something that I keep going back to in my parenting journey. I am a fairly new parent. Uh, My oldest is three, and I feel like I am always figuring out how to parent as I go along. Not that I don't have... The basics down, but really with parenting, no matter how much you think, you know, once they put that little baby in your arms for the first time, you realize you have no idea what you're doing or uh, are going to do. There's just some level of that, like just the massive responsibility, responsibility, just like whoo, it hits you. Um, and I mean this lightheartedly, um, as much as I just said, it's a heavy thing. I mean it lightheartedly, um, many of us women have a very natural nurturing sense to us and there are some things that are just so natural uh, once we have kids, but the the tra- for me it's been the training up the teaching somebody else correcting behavior, setting boundaries, etc is all a learned skill I, as I can see it's a learned skill no one does it naturally or like supernaturally you have to see maybe see someone else do it or just learn a lot about it and practice it. Um, and that's why that first child, you know, um, I can just see Patrick, he's, he's like my, or my Guinea pig, you know, I think Holly and Ben are going to have a little easier time because, um, I just went through it first with Patrick, but, um, because, because of all this, there is so many, uh, parenting books out there and so many so-called experts on parenting, uh, because every kid is different. The reason there are so many different books, like so, 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 so many, you guys, different books and theories and all this good stuff is because every kid is so different. Every kid or every parent is different. Every family is different. Every race, culture, background, heritage, you name it, social, uh, social economic status, income, class. Like, I mean, the list goes on as to how our world is created and how we're different. So no one parenting um, philosophy or way of doing things is r- is right or is the way to do it? Um, that's why I think it can be so hard when we're parents. I we just, I just feel like, oh, if, if you just give me a formula, <laughs> that's like my personality. Um, we live in a day in an age where we have so much information provided to us that it can actually be really overwhelming uh, to know which voices, like air quotes, uh, voices to listen to, which air quotes style to, of parenting to adopt. Uh, we are going to. Um, There's so many choices like, are we going to do Montessori-led? Are we going to do gentle parenting? Are we going to be authoritative uh, consequences, no consequences, etc.? The choices go on and it can be overwhelming, especially for someone like me who just wants to do the right thing. I just want the formula and I'll do it. Just give me the list, Give me. tell me how to do it and I'll do it and it'll be great. That's kind of how I view things and so parenting has been really um yeah, really humbling for me in that. I just like I kind of my natural tendency is to freeze um when I feel like I'm going to fail, I just kind of freeze. And I f- uh, freeze when I I have too many options and too many decisions to make. Um that is why since I have become a parent, I have found myself continuing to go back to this one thing um that can sum up that I, I can sum up in a line, and that is I take my cues from from god the father as a parent Um, god the father is the perfect parent example for us we are his sons and daughters he created us and loves us uh, so much because of our fallen state uh, sin has entered the world and i am no longer able to be the kind of parent that i want to be i am quick to anger impatient selfish and without understanding. I just, sometimes I just don't understand, uh, what my children are doing, why they're feeling the way they are or developmentally what's going on. And I can't know everything. And I think that's, that's the other thing. That's, we think right now in this current, a current world, and especially being the country we live in, um, the time we live in, we think we should have, be able to get all the information, but I think it's okay to not. I think it's okay that we realize we can't understand everything. We don't have, we can't learn it all. Um, but God is the opposite. He says in his word, he is slow to anger, gracious, abounding in steadfast love, patient. He is from the beginning. He's alpha and omega, beginning and end. So he does know all things. Uh, he understands all things. Nothing is outside of his grasp. Um he displays all the fruits of the spirit because he is the spirit in which that phrase is um from all the fruits of the spirit, he has those because because they came from him. First, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. He perfectly displays them for us too. Here are some verses we see God's uh see God as God the father, his character come out. The Bible is actually full of stories, psalms, examples of how God acts as a father to us, his children. So for time time's sake, I won't read them all. Um, but here are just a few that uh, come to mind when I am trying to remember um, who God is as a parent. Um, so this is Exodus 34, 6. Now I I'm going to point this out, this really quick. I'm going to point out that this is Exodus. So this is like Old Testament. A lot of people I know will say, I just don't understand the God of the Old Testament. They feel like the God of the Old Testament is somebody completely different from the God of the New Testament. And it is just, it is not true. It is hard for us to see past the laws because there are so many, God gave us laws so that we could understand what sin was so that we would recognize that we need to be forgiven for our sin. Um, that's the whole reason and to, and to give us instruction for how to live a, a life that would equal um, blessing. Um, but God didn't, doesn't change. He doesn't change from the Old Testament to the New. So this is in Exodus. The Lord passed before him. Oh, I'm sorry. Exodus 34, 6. The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, "The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness." Actually, you know what? All of these are in, all these are in the Old Testament. Wow. Okay, uh, Psalm 86:5, "For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call on you." And then Psalm 86:15. But you, O Lord, are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. And then Jonah 4, 2. Uh, for I knew that you are gracious, uh, a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and relenting from disaster. Um, so that phrase, you guys, is something I just, I think about so often. What does it say? Uh, merciful, gracious slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Um, That is who our God is. That is how he is towards us. Um, And it's, it's really amazing because I, like I said, I am, I am not that way. Um, I do the opposite. And so, um, yeah, I just love seeing those, those uh, attributes of, of God as a father, and um, I know, like, I can't be that on my own. Like, I can't just all of a sudden be just like God. I can't be just, you know, perfectly um, merciful and gracious and slow to anger. Like, we were talking about this in my Bible study today. It is so hard for us to um, to do that on our own. Like, we need uh, the Holy Spirit. We need um, we need God to be the one to help us because we can't do it on our own. Um, but anyway, I love to think about those attributes of God as, uh, as I'm going through about my parenting and asking him to help me be more like him in, in that, because that's what I want for my kids, you know? Um, so a few other ways that I see, I take my cues from God, uh, the father in a parenting. Um, now this might, a very, a very um, popular parenting style right now is called gentle parenting, and I, the, um, is I actually haven't like I know a little bit about it, but I haven't done a ton of looking into, mainly because I I just kind of like hesitate from going to anything that's like oh, this style of parenting let me do this ooh this style of parenting let me do that because I want to look to God I look to Christ um, as my Uh, example and teacher of how I should be uh, parenting and loving my kids, I haven't done like a like dove headlong into learning all that that is. Not that it's on, you know, not that you shouldn't do that if it's helpful. And I have found many things helpful from learning a little bit about it. But the one thing I disagree with in um, gentle parenting, if I'm understanding um, methods right, is that they um, suggests not to give out consequences for, um, for misbehavior or for certain things. And that is, um, yeah, something I don't agree with mainly because, um, it's just the worldview that I, uh, I carry, um, I think is very evident, um, just the way the world is set up. You, there are consequences. It's, for, uh, for our behavior. Um, I don't know if it's setting our kids up super well to, um, to be adults where there are consequences for things like just natural consequences. I'm not saying like, you know, jail or whatnot. Well, you know, sometimes maybe jail. Um, like let's, for example, money, money is a great example. Um, if you do not learn how to manage your money, and you overspend or you spend unwisely or you gamble your money away, you will be broke. You may have to file for bankruptcy. Like that is a very natural consequence for, um, for our actions or for our choices. And so, um, just that natural consequence thing is just the way I see how the world works. I see that's how, um, God has set up the world. You know, Adam and Eve, they were in this garden, perfect garden, they sinned natural con- consequence was okay, you can no longer live in the garden. Um, you can no longer live here with me. We have now have a a separation between us because of the choices you made. Um and so um I again I see that throughout scripture and um I just that as an adult myself, I just see that's how the world works. And so um I I tend to use that kind of a method in, in our parenting, um, uh, setting up boundaries and natural consequences. Um, there's a lot there I could talk about with boundaries, um, just like natural things that you know God has created. Um, I'm trying to think of an example off the top of my head. I had made notes for this, but um, anyway, I'll move on since I can't think of anything. Too much dead air, can't have that. Um, so if we're thinking about, uh, looking to God as our father, you know, and take, taking cues from him about how to parent, um, we see, we have to look at, we have to look at Jesus because it says, um, that Jesus, the son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being sustaining all things by the power of his word. That's Hebrews 1, 3. Um and it's a well-known fact. No one has ever seen God. He but Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, which is Colossians 1 15. So we with our eyes haven't seen God, but yet we um believe in him and know him because we see um we see who God is through Jesus. Um so we look to Jesus. What did Jesus do while he was here on earth? He came to serve and not not to be served. So he came to serve, the God of the universe came to serve the people who he created uh, and not to be served, even though he was, he is the king of the universe. (laughs) So do we do that? Do we serve our kids or are we looking for them to serve us by being so well-behaved that everybody thinks we are such a great parent? Um, I'm I'm convicted of that a lot. Are we looking for ways to serve our kids beyond the normal, you know, change the diaper, make a meal kind of a thing. That is serving too. but um I just think, you know, for my own heart, I could I could I could dig a little deeper as to find ways to serve my kid beyond just their basic needs. Um uh Jesus also laid down his life. True love is this that he laid down his life for his friends. Uh do we lay our lives down for our kids? I think as general moms, we would say yes, I do. Um, but there's always that chipping away that I, I want to be doing and that God is calling us to like, okay, in what way can I be in this situation? Can I lay down my life for my kids? Um, and that doesn't mean, um, well, I might, I might get to that a little later. I don't think that means that we don't take care of ourselves. That's two very different things. Um, and, uh, Jesus is also, he is the perfect picture of grace and truth. God is both gracious and just. He will never change his tune. He never can be wrong. He is sturdy as the trees he created to never waver in, uh, never waver. Uh, He is just and righteous. Um, so we see what God was like when we see Jesus being gracious and true. Um, there's a few verses here that kind of illustrate this, um, this whole like grace and truth, uh, steadfast love and faithfulness meet right righteousness and peace, kiss each other. Faithfulness springs up from the ground and righteousness locks, looks down from the sky. Uh, that's Psalm, uh, 85, 10 through 11. So yeah, that picture of, um, righteousness, right- righteousness and peace, uh, kind of like that holiness and peace kiss each other grace and truth. I love that grace and truth. um, We also see Jesus with his disciples, uh, teaching, answering questions, nurturing, and yet he also took time for himself. So this is what I was getting at. We see him withdrawing to a place to pray. Uh, That is a massive cue we need to take from Jesus and how to serve and minister, minister to our kids. Take time for solitude and prayer. Easier said than done. Um, I just had a conversation with my husband, Tony, this last weekend about how I just feel so out of balance and I want so bad to take more time for myself, um, to really, truly like recharge, um, have a little bit more solitude, have a little bit more time in prayer. Um, still trying to figure out how to make it all work in our current season of life, but it is nonetheless important. If we see Jesus, who is perfect and sinless, taking time for himself, how much more do we need to do that as the flawed, limited humans? Um, maybe this is a whole other conversation, which I actually do. I had started notes for um, an episode about this. So I'll I'll have to do it sometime here soon. But um, yes, uh, taking some time to withdraw and pray, especially connect with God. That is, I think, key to how Jesus was filled up. It wasn't just he withdrew to a place and scrolled Instagram. He did not do that. He was praying with his father, God. Um, So the last verse I'll leave you with here as we're kind of wrapping up this conversation about looking at God the Father, um, taking our cues from him to be parents, um, and just how we can apply that to our lives. Um, One of the verses that has really hit me anew as a parent um, is Colossians three twelve through seventeen um, it says, Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiven each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive, and above all else, put on love which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Oh gosh. Every time I read it, it just convicts me. Uh, I just feel like this could be like, it was a, uh, it was a letter that Paul had written to the church in Colossae. Um, and he was encouraging them in their faith. And, um, there's always a part of like an application part. So this is where he is saying, um, instead of, you know, continuing in your old ways of life, uh, before you knew God, Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and loved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, a meekness and patience, bearing with one another. I uh, mean, I could just keep reading it again. It's just so good. Um, I just feel like that is what um, I need to. I need. I need to pray for this. I need to. I want to be this with my kids. Um, I want to be kind, humble, patient, compassionate, uh, forgiving. I want to forgive, and I want uh, them, I want to teach them what it looks like to forgive. Um, and above all put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And then it, you know, it goes on to talk about, um, teaching and admonishing one another. I think that as such a great application for us as parents about, if you're wondering how to just go about like teaching your kids, um, the gospel or, um, scripture or the things of God or, uh, just teaching them how to worship or, um, Bible verses, or, you know, whatever it is. There is there right there is a great little, little section. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing Psalms and hymns and spiritual song songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. I think that's a very practical thing that, um, you could just think about like, okay, how can I do that in my house? Um, what, what, what would that look like for us to do this together as a family? And then whatever you do in word and deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks uh, through God our Father. Again, giving thanks to him. Um, thankfulness is so key, I think, to get getting through life. Um, again, another thing I, I could talk about for a long time. but so, so there, that was kind of my thoughts on taking our cues from God as... Um, uh, as a parent taking our cues from God, the father. Um, so once again, thank you guys so much for listening to this. I really do appreciate it. I, um, hear from a few of you every once in a while, and I'm just so grateful to have you guys listening to be a part of this with me. I have really been enjoying it. Um, so please keep sending me messages, keep, keep it going, uh, keep it going. Yeah. Keep it coming. Um, and if you, um, know of anybody that you think would really love to hear this kind of stuff, please do share it. Please send it to somebody who needs encouragement. Um, I would love for this to be kind of a community of people, um, just needing encouragement from one another and, um, or ideas or, you know, whatever it is. I, I would actually also love ideas for, uh, content. If you guys want to hear something from me or have questions specifically that I can answer through a podcast, please do let me know. Um, and once again, please do leave a review for this podcast. If you are enjoying it, it helps other people, um, see it, uh, that lovely algorithm that all social media is driven by, uh, will suggest it to other people just in their little suggested feeds, you know, um, if enough positive reviews are left. So thank you again so much. I hope you guys are having a great week and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. For daily interactions and more inspiration, find me on the socials at HarborHome32 or my blog, harborhome32.com. Talk with you next time. Bye!